Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up Sports In Depth fans, miss y'all last week, I was up in Cape Cod, Truro, Massachusetts at a wedding. In fact, an incredible wedding. Shout out Kay and Drew. Cheers to a happy and healthy life together. Uh, Before I get into the NBA draft, I wanted to congratulate the Golden State Warriors on their fourth title in just eight years. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, the big three over there, absolutely phenomenal. Steph Curry adding a finals MVP to his godly resume. And I wanted to shout out the fact that he won one before Kevin Durant came and now won one after he left. Um, That's no knock at KD, just showing that Steph Curry is the chosen one here in the Bay Area. He's here to stay. He loves it. Him, Dre, and Clay are showing these new guys what it takes to get to that elite level. And it's just a pleasure to watch as fans. Um, I really enjoy that brand of basketball that the Warriors bring. 3 and D, everyone touching the ball, penetrating to the hole, shot fakes. It's just awesome, awesome stuff. I think Steph Curry is now on the Mount Rushmore top four players of all time, in my opinion. Just someone who's a proven winner. Great on the stat sheet as well. Just a proven champion. And, you know, Steph, I love how he conducts himself. Um, Just a good father, a good husband off the floor and just enjoys it while he's out there. I always say Steph Curry and Luka Doncic play the game with a smile. They have fun. You know, you're dribbling a basketball, shooting that thing for a living. Enjoy it out there on the floor, you know? And I really, really must say, and you heard it here first with JD on Sports In-Depth, Steph Curry will get at least five, maybe six championships. I really, really mean that. Even though Steph Curry is 34 years of age, his body, his ability, I think he's going to be good till 40. I think six more good, good years of basketball. So uh, that's more time to win. And if you're a Golden State Warrior fan, it's a great time to be a fan of that squad and uh, enjoy it in the Bay Area. All right, so let's transition to the NBA draft. Since I'm an employee of the Orlando Magic, I'm going to have a big-time take on Paolo Bencaro. Loved watching him at Duke. He's a great size, 6'10", 250, able to put the ball on the deck, take it to the hole, a good shooter as well. Can knock down the three ball, but the mid-range really is good to go when he stops and pops. Um, He's going to be really good in today's league. Plays both ends of the floor D and O, and I love guys who do that. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that the Orlando Magic were going to take Jabari Smith Jr. up until about an hour and a half before the draft, folks. It was unbelievable, but I don't think you can go wrong with Ben Caro. Um, It's good to put him alongside these young guys, especially Franz Wagner and Jalen Suggs. I think the Magic are one more player away, but Ben Caro, this guy loves winning. Um, He's going to give it his all when he's out there, and I truly think that he is the perfect size for the NBA. I always say 6'8 to 6'10 guys can do it all. 
especially if you have an outside presence as well as an inside presence. And the good thing about Bancaro, he scores at a high clip and defends at a high clip and shoots efficiently when it comes to field goal percentage. You want guys to knock it down, um, especially if they're taking 25, 27 shots a game. Uh, Bancaro is going to be someone who's going to be efficient in Orlando. I think he's going to be loved in the Central Florida area. Um, I know a lot of my buddies from around here are excited to have him. He is also a triple-double threat. He's got the ability to score and rebound, but also passes at a high clip. And when you get a 6'10 guy who can dish the rock, that's a heck of a bonus. So um, I'm really, really happy for the Orlando Magic switching gears and taking Bancaro number one overall. Let's go into the second pick, Chet from Gonzaga. Seven feet, only 195 pounds. I think his weight scared the Magic. Uh, that's why they went with Bancaro. We know that Chet can fill the stat sheet, even if he's playing low minutes. You know he's going to play on the defensive side of the ball, block shots, rebound. He can score, too, and he can shoot from deep. Um, he's definitely a big that suited well for today's game. Guys with an outside presence, uh, we know it's not post and toast from the low block anymore, and Chet proved that at the college level. Um, we'll see what kind of pro he'll be. I'm higher on Bancaro and I'm higher on Jabari Smith, the third overall pick more than Chet, but who knows? You know, you put Chet now next to Josh Giddy. You put him next to Shea Gillis-Alexander. Uh, you got a big three over there that's young and can work well together. So Oklahoma City is in pretty good hands taking Chet. I think it's a really, really good fit for their given roster. Jabari Smith Jr. to Houston. Looked upset being drafted number three overall instead of number one overall, but he's got Jalen Green. We know there's some athletes there in Houston. Uh, he's also someone who plays both ends of the floor. I'm really high on this draft because these guys are two-way players. It's not three and no D. Um, they're going to give it their all. They're going to play at both ends of the floor. Um, bad games for them are scoring in the teens. We know Jabari Smith is capable of 20, 25, 30 points in a given game uh, once he reaches that level. And he is also the same size as Paolo Bancaro, 6'10", an absolute gifted height, um, freak of nature that uh, can shoot over anyone, a little bit of Durant style where they're so big between Bancaro and Smith that no one's going to be able to alter their shot. They just got to get to their spots and knock it down. Also from deep, not get shy, step in with confidence, release that thing from downtown. I'm really, really high on these top three. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, Paolo and Jabari, I'm higher on them than Chet, but I think Chet can turn into a good pro as well, especially if he hits the weight room. I wanted to talk about uh, Keegan Murray, the kid from Iowa. To the Sacramento Kings. I don't think he's going to be a great pro. No knock at Murray. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, he's 6'8", 225, but just someone who I think is going to have a tough time getting off his shot and a tough time in the lane uh, in his pro career. So uh, a little stop there on Keegan. I'm going to keep moving though. Jaden Ivey, this kid I am very, very excited about. He went five overall to the Detroit Pistons. He's 6'4", 200 pounds, has an ability to pass, uh, can also knock it down and finishes around the rim. And he's athletic. 
doesn't turn the ball over too, too much, going to take care of that thing, and you put him next to Cade Cunningham, you got a serious piece over there as well as Sadiq Bey. Um, there are rumors that DeAndre Ayton could be on the move, and if he goes to Detroit, that'd be a great, great young core over there. Talking about those first five picks, folks, four of those five are going to be real, real players. Keegan Murray, uh, Sacramento Kings might have did the wrong thing again, but uh, what are you going to do? Take a shot on him. He had a good college career, but uh, in big games, he was only so-so, and that's what I really kept an eye on come the double NCAA tournament and uh, the conference tourneys as well. And some of the other picks, I mean, I feel the Knicks screwed up again, and Stephen A. Smith can back me there. Ugh, man, they don't, don't draft well. I mean, it's as simple as that. Uh, they trade away picks. They, you know, Abaji was still on the board. Mark Williams still on the board. A.J. Griffin, one of the best three-point shooters, still on the board. Another Dookie Wendell Moore Jr. was on the board. Uh, I'm not too high on Christian Brown or Jake LaRavia from Wake Forest. They're only going to be okay. They're going to more be set shooters. I don't think they're going to create their own at the next level. But a little bit about this draft that I must, must say, if I had to declare a winner, I would go with the Detroit Pistons taking Jaden Ivey. Um, I think that's someone who's going to really make those around them better. He even attacks the rim and forces the defense to help and can kick out. He can make off-balance, mid-range pull-ups, contested threes, played for Purdue. Uh, his coach was great. It's uh, Detroit Pistons are the winners of this draft in my opinion and shortly after that my Orlando Magic and shortly after that the Houston Rockets a little bit of draft coverage happy everyone enjoyed I wanted to transition over shout out the Colorado Avalanche for winning the Stanley Cup they won it on the road in dramatic fashion in game six they are able to dethrone the Tampa Bay Lightning the Lightning were going for a three-peat but the avalanche had something to say about it. Uh, I really want to talk about a few things in particular, starting with Nathan McKinnon, Captain Gabe, and how about Kale McCarr, the future of our league, in my opinion, a top three player in the NHL, um, a defenseman that can do it all. Uh, we know that Colorado was outstanding on the road all postseason long. They were 9-1, and one, which is absolutely remarkable. We know that home ice is important, but if you can steal one, two, or even three road games in a series, man, it's special. And the thing about the Colorado Avalanche is they did it in the salary cap era. Um, I always joke that the winners the last few years it's really special because this group of guys you want it with. We know that you can't bring back everyone each year. But uh, the group of guys that were out there um, on Sunday night was special. Uh, it really was. I wanted to talk about the Colorado Avalanche style of play. They're a very fast team. They defend at a high clip and they're able to score in volume. A lot of goals. Uh, we know even in game two of this series, they were able to put up seven. 
You know, they always find a way to win. And the last three seasons, you know, they weren't all that. They saw some postseason exits. They had a tough time getting over the hump in the 2016-17 season. They were the worst in hockey. And this year, with all the pressure on them, with everyone riding them to win it all, they did it. They were the favorites from day one. Their record was 56-19-7. and And they were able to, you know, dethroning the champs, folks, is a real, real tough task. We got to credit the Tampa Bay Lightning on an outstanding season. We heard the coach for the Lightning talk about this group being one to remember. Even though they lost, he's going to remember this team more than even the championship years. Transitioning over, we know Kobe Bryant talks about the down years and those years motivating you to get to the mountaintop. And Colorado did just that. This was an outstanding NHL postseason, in my opinion, one of the best. A lot of OT finishes, a lot of tight games overall within the league. Um, It was really, really a pleasure to watch. I know a lot of my buddies are getting more into hockey We saw the NHL playoffs getting national coverage on ESPN, ABC. A lot of fun over on TNT as well. That halftime crew and the postgame crew and Wayne Gretzky, the greatest all-time, joining uh, that crew and talking about brilliant hockey. Um, I really, really think that the Avalanche are set up for success for years to come as well. Uh, We know it's very, very hard to win the Stanley Cup, and the Avalanche did it for the third time in franchise history. Just a special moment. Uh, Coaches, staff, players always talk about the sacrifices that their families make at home. Um, During the season, it is all about hockey, and their wives and kids are holding down the family, and it's just so special, celebrating on the ice, tears. Uh, Stanley Cup, I always say, the best trophy in all of sports. Um, Hockey is just terrific. Uh, It's a game that's been around for generations. It's a game that is so big in Canada, but also so big in the States. We see states like Florida, with the Tampa Bay Lightning being so good, turning into a hockey state. You know, a southern state being all about hockey. And that's absolutely big time. And what's good about the NHL is there is parity within the league. Anyone can win on any given year. And it is just so special. I wanted to have a fun fact here at the end. In the NBA and the NHL, uh, the finals were decided in Game 6 by the road team. Just so special. Uh, we always know that teams like to do it in front of their home fans, but winning on the road is just so special because it's so hard to do. And uh, the Avalanche in the NHL and the Warriors in the NBA were able to do so. J.D. loves sports, and hockey is growing on his list. NBA. Yeah, we're done for the year, and I'm sad about it, but the draft got me rocking and rolling. And how about the MLB? Those New York Yankees keep on rolling as of now, 52-20. and 20. Absolutely big time. Aaron Judge, my favorite player in the MLB, on pace to win the AL MVP. 
So it's going to be a really, really special year. More games to come. I love sports. We know golf. Um, In a few weeks, we're going to get the Open Championship at St. Andrews. A really good time to be a sports fan, even though NBA concluded. Also, folks, NFL around the corner. Let's get excited. Big time summer. Happy 4th of July, because I won't see you till after that. Enjoy. Love y'all. Got the best fans in the world. J.D. out. (laughs) 